You're listening to the Handmade CEO Podcast. My name is Maria Lauren, small business owner and creative entrepreneur. Each week, we'll discover the steps and motivation that inspire our guests to create income from their skills. Get ready to start learning how to creatively pursue your dream job by crafting it yourself. Thank you for tuning in to episode 133. I have very big news about the future of this podcast that I would like to share with you today. In this episode, I'll be introducing the new host and new owner of this podcast. It's been nearly three years since I started this journey, and I am so grateful for all of you that have tuned in and reached out. Hi, Kiana. I'm so happy that you're able to chat with me today. I feel like today's episode is a little different since it's also my Mm -hmm. farewell episode, but I'm super excited to officially announce that you'll be the shiny new host of the Handmade (laughs) CEO podcast. Can you tell me about your journey that led you to take on the podcast? Sure. So my story is a little complicated, but like many entrepreneurs, I kind of took a very traditional path until I left my nine to five back in 2020, kind of right before the pandemic hit. I know we've kind of talked about this before, but I wanted to pursue my dream. And I also wanted to stay home with my daughter who was nine months old at the time when I started my business. And it was just impossible to find childcare during that time. And it's still is for a lot of people, but I had to make a decision and my dreams and taking care of my family were the priority. And so for me, I love being able to encourage makers and small business owners to really dig deep about what their priorities are when it comes to their passion and learn as much as you can on your own, but also don't be afraid to ask for help and put yourself out there too. And I definitely want to do my best to continue the mission of this podcast because I do love it. I believe in it. And I know that it's helped so many small business owners figure out what to do next in their business in order to bring it to the next level. Mm -hmm. And it just happens to align with what I'm doing in my business, Happening Hands. The mission of our community of support is to help makers and creative business owners build thriving, profitable businesses. So it fits right in. And when we connected on it, I I just got so excited because I was like, this just fits with the mission of everything I am already doing. I was super excited. So when I started the podcast, just before the pandemic, and Mm -hmm. at that time, I did have my jewelry business that was very, very seasonal. So I would get orders towards the end of the year and the retailer would stock these orders or put it out on the floor towards like February, I think. And by maybe March, that whole thing was over. And then Etsy and Amazon Handmade would kick it. So for me, after I would say like May, it was just so Mm -hmm. quiet. And I thought, you know, I've always wanted to do the podcast. So I thought I had all this time. So about a year after starting the podcast, I get a call from this, you know, retailer that I sell to and they Mm -hmm. asked if I could increase my line. They wanted to add more pieces and I was super excited, but it meant that I wasn't going to be seasonal anymore. And I think that's where everything started to come to a head for me. I thought, you know, I want to do both things justice. And I know that time is Mm -hmm. so limited. 
And for me, my favorite quote is that you can do anything, but you shouldn't do everything. And mm, I think so that, true. that <laughs> yes, yes, that idea led me to remembering that I need to focus also on, on one thing at a time and do it well. And I just yeah. could not get it out of my mind that you shared a very, very similar mission. So mm-hmm. I just knew it would be a perfect fit. And I'm so excited that you're going to take this over. I am as well. Thank you so, so much. I honestly, I can't wait. And I, I think that because what I'm doing with my community, you know, I'm sharing resources and tips with them. Podcasting is a great way to share tips for free. You know, we have makers in our community who pay a membership fee, but for anyone who wants to find business tips for free out there, a podcast is a really great way to find that information. When I first started my business, one of the biggest resources out there that I learned from were podcasts. I listened to them at the gym while I was taking care of my daughter or whenever I was hitting a roadblock in my business and just needed a solution or when I just needed some extra motivation from someone who had started where I was and had to um, really work hard and figure it out. Hearing from them was so helpful. So I'm excited to be a part of that. Yes, I agree. I think it's so easy to digest the information, even if you mm-hmm. are, as a mom, especially, you're busy doing things like laundry or yeah, whatever totally. it is, yard work, you can still mm-hmm. be listening and getting inspiration, really, that that I think is so necessary, especially as a small business owner. I found that a lot of times it feels lonely because you're dealing with yeah. so many challenges on your own and having a community I think that you can go to or learn from is just so important. Absolutely. What is your vision for the show? Are you still going to air weekly or how do you envision this running? Yeah, so I, I do want to stick with airing weekly. I think that's a really great way to go. I think eventually as we continue, I'd love to do bi-weekly just because I want to incorporate both the the experts who know how to market and know how to provide tips on branding and packaging and affiliate marketing, all of that stuff. But I also want to feature a lot more maker stories. And yes. so I want to have conversations with makers about their stories, how they got from point A to point B and their creative process and their inspiration. I know personally as an artist, because I'm an artist as well, I get so inspired by listening to other creatives talk about their journeys. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it makes me feel less alone. And I know that it does that the same thing for so many other people. So I'm excited to kind of have that balance and continue to put out more content like that that's going to inspire. Absolutely. Well, what do you think is the hardest part of being a creative business owner? I think one of the hardest parts is not knowing where to start and not knowing what exactly to do next to bring your business to the next level. And there's a lot of information out there. And so it can be hard sometimes to focus in on exactly what you need to do. So this is something that I actually help small business owners with in our community. We do three-month business strategies for makers. And what we do is look at the goals and get hyper-focused in, okay, what are you going to do for the next three months that is going to help you reach these goals or get closer to reaching those goals? And so I do think that being overwhelmed in this world, filled with all these tools and filled with all of these 
pieces of advice, you know, being able to really hone in on, hey, your business is at this point right now. Here's exactly what you should do, or here's what's recommended to do to get it to the next level. I do think that that place where you feel confused or not sure, that's that's probably the hardest part, yes. um, at least for me. Yeah. Yes, for sure. I love that you're taking it in smaller increments. So yeah, I've it's always, more manageable. Yes. I've always heard of doing, you know, your one year or your five year mm-hmm. goals. And sometimes that's such a long period of time. And I can yeah. I can see where you can create like a really long term vision. But to mm-hmm. really be able to dissect it into little baby steps for you mm-hmm. know three months at a time, I think is just perfect. Definitely. So Happening Hands actually started as a marketplace. <laughs> and it's it's just a membership community now. But you know, I had been part of the Etsy and handmade community online for a long time. I actually started with a blog when I was 16 and I would interview artists about their businesses and their creative processes and their dream goals, all of that. I was only 16. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Yes, Um, that's awesome. (laughs) But so that I guess that's where it started. And and I it's crazy now that I'll be doing this podcast because it's just like bringing it full circle. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, after a few years of selling on Etsy as well, because I was selling my art on Etsy. I started to really get into like the marketing side of things and helping my fellow makers with marketing their work specifically on Pinterest. So at this point, aside from happening hands and doing like business strategy with makers, I've also worked for over eight years at this point as a Pinterest marketer and strategist. So I had this background in both. And when I first started happening hands, I started as a marketplace and I called it the marketplace that does the marketing for its makers. (laughs) But after a couple of years and getting very burned out, it became pretty clear that the resources and the coaching and like that one-on-one feedback and giving those business tips was really what they needed, what the makers needed and what they were looking for. And Mm -hmm. so we pivoted back in March to the community only. And now we just do like the workshops and courses and we have a a whole resource library. So I was a librarian for five years, so I can't help myself. Um, (laughs) I love that you're using all of your entire past life, you know, all of the things. Yes, I know. (laughs) Well, when I, one of the first interviews I had, one of the first artists that I interviewed, he was a Mm -hmm. ceramic artist, but it wasn't just like he was making cups and plates. He was Mm. also creating these beautiful lamps and Mm. they would look like a big ginormous bolt, like a, you know, like not a screw, but a bolt, but it was a lamp. It was a light, like a light fixture. So to me, these are more like sculptures. And, Mm -hmm. you know, he was, he told me he was very introverted and he said the hardest thing is really getting out there and marketing his materials, his his art. And Mm -hmm. I would say that's probably a thing that small business owners and in particular creative business owners struggle with. To me, to be able to offer that and the Mm -hmm. the fact that you're offering that to your community, I think is just so helpful. And that's, you know, I don't know if it's a shyness or it's really, you feel vulnerable putting your art out there. So that's very personal. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Exactly. So that's the one thing I always say is, you know, if you can just tiptoe your way into it little by little mm-hmm. and just start marketing. I think it's so yeah. important. So yeah, what is absolutely. your, yeah. So what is your happening hands community look like? You were mentioning you have a library of resources and what does that look like as a membership? 
Sure. So we have a portal where we keep everything. So in there, we have the resource library and in there, there are guides. So for instance, we have a branding strategy workbook for makers that we created in collaboration with a branding specialist because I don't want to pretend like I know everything. Like this Mm -hmm. is my dream to bring everyone together and give them what they need to bring their business to the next level. But I don't know everything. So I do bring in experts from the outside to collaborate on some of these um, either workshops or guides or whatever it might be. Another example is we have like a guide on how to get started with building an affiliate program for your business. We have guides on how to get started in wholesale and how to get business funding, that sort of thing. And then we have workshops once a month, as well as group coaching once a month as well. So it's just really a space where you can go, where you can just get all your business resources that you need and any feedback that you need. And I love doing the group coaching once a month. Like it's That's the funnest part, honestly, being able to connect face-to-face with the makers in our community and Mm -hmm. really being able to meet them where they're at, but also provide them with a space to connect with other makers who might be going through similar struggles or have been there and can offer words of support or ideas for what to do next. Okay. Yes. And is that all included in the membership, the group coaching? And okay. That's incredible. Mm -hmm. That's so great. And I, and it's great that you can digest, like you were saying, either a tutorial Mm -hmm. or you can be part of a coaching group. And now with the podcast, it feels like it's really filling out every aspect of of really, yeah, learning and teaching. So I love that. Mm -hmm. So what are your plans next for your business, for your handmade business? Oh, yeah. So with Willow and Bee, I will continue to grow the line. Mm -hmm. When I had started the podcast, since it was only a seasonal line, I really just kept it that way and I didn't grow it with other products. So now what I want to do is actually start making more pieces. I love working with gemstones and Mm -hmm. I like more of a simplistic look for my jewelry. Most of my pieces are geared towards first communion. So I want to make pieces that are for people my age. So I'm just going to grow that and see where where life takes me. Yeah, that's so exciting. We'll have to have you back on the show as like a very special guest to see Uh how things are going (laughs) next year. Yes. No, I look forward to it, Kiana. It's been, I mean, it's been amazing as a business owner, you Mm -hmm. know, to run a small business. I absolutely love hearing stories and I feel like it's so inspirational. I remember reading about Mrs. Fields cookies and I thought, Mm -hmm. wow, that is so amazing. Like I didn't know, it just never dawned on me that you could be somebody that enjoyed doing something that seems simple and create a business out of it. And so that was the first story I really thrived on. I was like, oh, I got to, I have to do this. Yeah. And, you know, as I got older, the more places I worked at, I didn't, the the thing that interested me most was, well, why did you start this business? It's been so fun to be able to talk to people that are doing this and actually, Getting past the fear of starting. I think sometimes we overanalyze things and we just think, well, we're not good enough, we're not qualified. Mm -hmm. And being able to put that aside and just say, well, I'm going to try it anyway, I think is so important. But then I think that's where you step in. You know, okay, so you've tried it, you're doing it, but now where does 
this business go? How do you grow it? How do you market it? And I think having those resources is just so important. Absolutely. I'm very excited to see where this all goes. This was so great. And like I said, I cannot wait to see what you do with the podcast. I can't wait either. Thank you so much, Maria. Well, there you have it, my friend, your new host of the Handmaid CEO podcast. Kiana is an accomplished artist with a heart for teaching and helping creative business owners. I know you'll find great value in her interviews and community. Thank you so much for your support and your friendship. It's been incredibly rewarding. Until next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Handmade CEO podcast. Don't forget to check the show notes to get a glimpse of today's featured guest and special offers. If you love the show, leave a review and share this episode with a friend. Thanks for tuning in. Now it's your turn to start handcrafting your dream job. 